Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Employer brand isn't something you sprinkle on your recruiting like magic fairy pixie dust to kind of make it better. It is both a craft and a calling. If that's the kind of work you want to do with your employer brand, come join me, James Ellis, at the Talent Cast. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah, boy. Howdy, kids, and welcome to the Chad and Cheese Podcast, HR's most prison-ready duo. I'm your co-host, Joel Cheeseman. And I'm Chad Sowash. On this week's show, Delta Airlines workers get paid, LinkedIn Talent Hub gets cozy, and Facebook goes all Google for jobs on us. What? Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after we pay a few bills. Sovereign Parser is the most accurate resume and job order intake technology in the industry. The more accurate your data, the better decisions you can make. Find out more about our suite of products today by visiting Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. We provide technology that thinks, communicates, and collaborates like a human. Sovereign. Software so human, you'll want to take it to dinner. I'm a little fired up today, Chad. I got SWAT teams out in my yard. I got, uh, you know, dog sniffing, dog, drug sniffing dog. Yeah. You know, the neighborhood <laughs> I live in is pretty rough. So we got we got shit all the time. No, it's uh, it's been a crazy morning here for sure. I'm a, I'm a little bit uh, a little bit jacked up and I've only had two cups of coffee before the show. So let's get to the shout outs. I can see you peeking through your vertical blind. What's going on? Oh my God. It was like, remember the burbs with uh, Tom Hanks oh, yeah. back in the eighties. Yep. It, it felt like, yeah, it was, it was, it was a total like <laughs> window moment. I'm going to multiple windows to see what's going on. So, so to put a little context, to this, my neighbor, who's a, from what I could tell a nice guy, uh, I, I, I walked the dog this morning and there's like seven cop cars. Well, a combination of cop cars and like detectives who are in regular cars, uh-huh. clearly searching my neighbor's house for what I don't know. But uh, it's been an exciting morning, to say the least. They had the dogs come in. Don't be surprised if my door, you know, my door goes off here while we're recording and I get some <laughs> questions from a detective. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have anything to tell him. It's not a burbs situation. But uh, uh-huh. anyway, yeah, it's been a fun morning here out in suburbia for sure. That sounds like a blast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit 
or Fuck. not. Uh, <laughs> getting into shout outs. Yeah. The uh, the new Chad and Cheese t-shirt promotion is going to be happening soon, kids. So remember last year, we thought, hey, a Chad and Cheese t-shirt would be kind of cool. And Joel was like, I didn't think it was. Joel was like, nah, I don't think so. And guess what? Everybody thought it was fucking cool. So it's coming back and we're going to have the same type of promotion we did last year. We're going to have our listeners vote on which t-shirt they believe should be the 2020 chad and cheese t-shirt yep and i don't know if it'll be better but it's got to be bigger because i've gained about 12 pounds (laughs) since the last t-shirt so uh slightly kidding there uh shout out for me for uh to build a bear i don't know if you've seen this in a mall near you but these stores that build little uh stuffed uh, teddy yeah. bears they're bringing baby yoda to build a bear and with a three-year-old i couldn't be happier i'm going to build a bear very soon to get me a baby yoda can you imagine the disney cut on that because you know disney's <laughs> taking like the largest cut that baby yoda is Probably the cutest thing I've seen in a very long time, other than Jeremy, of course. Good God. Yeah. Jeremy's my kid, for those that don't know. <laughs> Axe. Uh, shout out to David Bernstein, uh, JobSync. We don't talk about new hires very often, but uh, David is sort of a, an icon, a stalwart in the industry, if you will. And JobSync was recently a firing squad participant. Alex Murphy uh, slung and, and swung and hit a home run on that one. Uh, so good for David. Uh, I think he left Alio, which is where yeah. he was prior uh, to this, I think. But a uh, big win for JobSync. Good things uh, continue to happen for them. And David Bernstein, also known as the Steven Seagal of the recruiting industry. Yes, the man that can still pull off a ponytail. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. Oh, big shout out to Deidre Pitts. Uh, she's uh, apparently okay. a big Chad and Cheese fan. And uh, I, I heard uh, that she's probably going to want one of those new uh, Chad and Cheese t-shirts. Love it. Love it. Well, I'll I'll, uh, I'll see your super fan there and I'll, I'll, uh, and I'll add Cameron Laker. Vancouver-based Minefield, that's the company name, not like there's a minefield in Vancouver, although there might be. <laughs> He's the CEO and co-founder of this uh, RPO. Big fan reached out to me and said, guys, love the podcast. Keep it up. So out there on the West Coast in the North, Cameron Laker, this shout out's for you, buddy. Boom. Lynn Stewart over at TMP connected with me on LinkedIn and, and wanted to say that uh, she definitely loves the show. Awesome. Rick Carsley of Ikea, uh, he sat down with us this week, showed us a good time, showed us the inner workings of Ikea, uh, had a great time out there. Apparently, you got to actually top golf with him. I had to leave to get my kid early, so maybe you can add some context to how that went. Well, first off, we had a full Ikea spread. I didn't know that Ikea actually have chefs on staff. So Chef Joshua brought us in this amazing spread is what it was. We didn't go to a buffet. He brought us balls. It was brought big, to us. Yes. We had spicy balls. All the different types of Swedish meatballs <laughs> that IKEA uh, loves and cares for. But we had wonderful outlay of, of, of food and great conversation with Richard, which is going to be coming very, very soon. He did show up late to Top Golf. I was actually just uh, walking off. We had a beer and I can guarantee you <laughs> we are going to meet again. Fantastic. The level of transparency uh, that he showed in the interview was fantastic. So uh, make sure that you listen to that one. If you're a fan of the show, you'll you'll love it. Yep. Big shout out to Phyllis Badgett. From AMS, she is a new listener, 
And uh, she's enjoyed what she's heard thus far. And probably that was because it was Mark Jones, uh, the uh, SVP over at AMS. Mr. Jones and me. Give it some time. It'll rot your brain to the point that you don't like it anymore. All right. Nancy from Philly. What? Who we have not mentioned uh, in a long time. Uh, Heart goes out to her. Apparently, she was in some sort of a car wreck. No way. Uh, So she's been a little bit out of the loop. She says, I'm back and I'm bad and I'm going to re-engage with you guys and and listen to the show again and catch up on episodes so nancy we love you out there in philly uh hope you're okay and stay safe love you nancy and we didn't say that also rick from ikea is from the philly area so if you guys want to we've got we've got a bunch of philly listeners so by the way philly philly recruits coming up we're we're not invited we uh we outstayed (laughs) our welcome apparently after one show but yeah, if you're in the Philly area, check out Philly Recruit. It was uh, it was a grand old time. Yeah, I think it's Recruit Philly. Anyway, whatever. Adam Gordon over at Candidate ID, I swear, listens to every podcast that pops. I don't know if he's listened to as many pods as Stephen Rothberg has, but he continues to tell us on Twitter how wrong we are. And we appreciate that, Adam. And we usually are wrong. So it's not that big of a stretch to point out how wrong we are. I'm really out of out of shout outs, but I, I, I'm waiting for you to bring up Wilkins Burnett. Does that name ring a bell? Okay, so I LinkedIn is whack. Okay, so Wilkins Burnett connects with me on LinkedIn, and then I automatically get a, a message, and she says, "Hey, I'm looking to you know upgrade my page, and I'm looking for you know pretty much a relationship, a partner is what she said." And I responded, okay, a a page partner? I don't get it. She's like, no, two different things. I kind of think I know where this is going. So I was like, okay, so a business partner? And she's like, no, you know, a boyfriend or somebody to marry. And I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Within the less than five minutes, this is what I get. Okay, so once again, not the first time, catfishing on LinkedIn Mm -hmm alive and well second we talk about salespeople on linkedin all the fucking time please if you're a recruiter or you're a salesperson so i get a connection request from a kid his name is frederick noble ropke the eighth not the second (laughs) the eighth the third the eighth fucker royalty or something the eighth anyway as soon as I connect, I get a sales request for a call. And I wrote back, dude, you're killing me. I don't even know you and you're pitching me a call. His response was, why not have a discovery call? You accepted my friend request. If we're not actually going to talk, then what is the point of connecting on LinkedIn? My response was good point, And I severed the connection. It's fairly simple, people. If you just go in again, it's, it's kind of like when you're a teenager and you're just hitting the hormonal phase and you just want to go straight after it because you haven't had sex yet. It's got to be slow and you've got to create a relationship and you can't just go after it. You just can't hit it and quit it. You yeah. got to you got to do this the right way. Buy me a couple drinks and get to know me first. All Looking right. Crazy, Don't dude. try to dive down my pants at the first connection on LinkedIn. Uh, I will go back to the wind. <laughs> All right, where did they get the name Wilkins Burnett? It's it, it is totally fake. I have no clue. Uh, Burnett has like three ends. ends in it or something. Yeah. It, yeah. it feels like 
some AI software like just is pumping out these profiles with yeah. crazy names, dude. It, um, it, so if you get a Wilkins Burnett, people just don't accept. It's not just that. If you get somebody who's trying to hook up with you on LinkedIn, I mean, seriously, if you're not doing this on Tinder, right? You're looking for a hookup on Tinder. If you're not, if you're on Facebook. If you're on TikTok, if you're on, just push away push away from the table and and say no fucking way okay um but that being said pretty sure there's a whole lot of hooking up that's going on via linkedin don't no, you think fuck no pretty much every social oh, network no. i bet that's that's no. so sad if you found your husband or wife on linkedin hashtag us at chad cheese and uh tell us the story that being said if you want to connect with us on LinkedIn, not catfish us, connect with us on LinkedIn because you listen and you want to engage. I mean, real engagement, not try to get me on a fucking sales call within five minutes. Then feel free to to find us individually on LinkedIn, on Twitter. If you like the Facebook, we have a Chad Cheese page on Facebook. You can look that up. Feel free to engage with us anyhow, anyway on Twitter, hashtag Chad Cheese. And if you want to if you want to have that call with Chad, at least start out with something like, love the podcast. You're so much smarter than that cheese guy. You know, stroke his ego and he'll maybe take the call with you. But don't just jump into it. There's a possibility. There's a poss you're saying there's a possibility. Let's do this really quick events. We're firming up our 2020 event schedule, our yep. calendar. Uh, again, partnering with our travel sponsor, Shaker Recruitment Marketing. Shaker Recruitment Marketing, everybody. So I'm really looking forward because we sent them a shopping list for new stuff this year. So I can't wait to see. Waiting for my Speedo. Getting the, the, the Cheeseman Speedo. Um, we are locked in to the Gathering of Cult Brands, February 19th through the 21st in Banff. Canada. Dude, it's, hey. a, it's a fucking winter. It's a winter wonderland at the base of the Canadian Rockies with some of the biggest brands in the world. It's Forbes top rated must attend business summit. Under Armour, Hot Wheels, Doritos, Spotify, Coca-Cola, ESPN, Skittles. I mean, all, fucking brands that you're not going to see anywhere in our conferences and our events and the types of people, the actual brand types, the CMO types, this is the best opportunity for you to actually get in front of those type of people, listen to them and engage in conversations, whether it's around employer brand, holistic brand, it doesn't matter. If you're an agency, you would do yourself a favor by at least sending someone to explore the opportunities at this conference. Whole lot of money being sloshed around. We're talking marketing money, people, branding money, marketing people. money, bitches, not to mention once again, I can't imagine in our industry, this wouldn't be just a pipeline. So if you if you are in an advertising agency, recruitment, marketing agency, what have you, and you're not going to BAMP for the gathering, what the fuck are you waiting for? Go to cultgathering.com, literally, um, not to mention on Friday, we're going to be the first ones on stage. And it looks like we're going to have mimosas, uh, the Caesar, which is the Bloody Mary of Canada, uh, and, some, and some other pair of the dog drinks. Can't wait. And uh, looking a little bit ahead in March, we'll be heading to London for the TA Tech Unleashed yeah. Super Conference. Yes. Pretty awesome. Firming up the deathmatch contestants as we speak. Love it. But uh, be on the lookout for that. It's going to be a good time. Excellent. You ready? You ready to get to the news? Topics. 
All right. You got some insight on Facebook. What's up? Yeah. The Facebook jobs product is starting to spike. So big props to Nathan, Patrick, and the gang over at AIA Worldwide, a.k.a. TMP. Patrick and Nathan contacted me and said they had some really intriguing information around uh, Facebook. So apparently Facebook is starting to test what happens when they actually start getting job content into their jobs platform. (laughs) They've apparently started scraping jobs from corporate career sites and AIA slash TMP noticed activity through their talent brew platform. Huge apply click spikes. So they investigated and found their clients' jobs Mm -hmm. on their respective Facebook pages, and the clients had no clue how the fuck they got there. Of course. AIA reached out to Facebook, and the regular Facebook job customer service people had no clue either. So this is obviously happening in beta. It is so new that they haven't even briefed the jobs people about this. And I think it's interesting because you brought up the uh, applicant tracking system integrations that are happening. Yep. yep. So their, their developer pages uh, have integration via ATS uh, as part of, it's part of their solution. And there's some big names in there that we know uh, Uh SAP success factors, ISM, smart recruiters. Uh, But you're saying that's not clearly not an integration with an ATS. This is actually apparently scraping jobs and getting them into Facebook. Yeah. The new apply button, I think, is interesting uh, that says basically what apply through the company website or something. Yeah. And then that person goes off Facebook and and applies through the website. So that's certainly new. Yeah. Instead of the chat bot or uploading information to Facebook. Right. Yeah. 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 The thing that's interesting is that obviously, you know, Talent Brew is not an applicant tracking system. They are the cosmetic piece for experience. They do gather information, but really, if you think about it, there's an there's an ATS behind it. So if there was an integration, they would already be pulling the jobs from the ATS directly. Right. Right. That's not happening. So they must be going to the actual sites themselves, clicking on careers, clicking on jobs. They might have built a bot to be able to do this to identify where they're at and start scraping. But it's 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 interesting that, you know, this is obviously something that's new, something that's happened over the last quarter or so, but they're seeing very big spikes. Um, I guess you could say runs parallel to what we saw with Google for jobs. So Indeed's got to be happy about this, <laughs> that they were dealing with Google for jobs with Google. Now they get to deal with Google for jobs on the largest social network in the world. So they've got to be giddy about this new development. Even more so companies like CareerArc who have created actual products around feeding jobs to Facebook. I mean, we don't need that anymore. We're actually paying you to do it. And Facebook is coming to us to do this. Now, this is it's kind of it seems intermittent to a point because Nathan and and Patrick actually said not all of the jobs are actually showing up on Facebook in some cases. In some cases, they were. So maybe they're not hitting uh, the scrape every 24 hours. Who knows? But it does sound very amateur and beta at this point. Sounds suspicious. God damn it. Every time I want to write Facebook off and say they don't really give a shit and they're eventually going to peter out and give up. They do something like this that tells me, yeah, they're kind of serious about this job search stuff and they're going to continue to do it, which makes sense. I mean, I know that their marketplace is getting crazy traffic. Uh, I mean, Zuckerberg's been on record 
talking about how much traffic goes to the the marketplace yeah. and classified. So it makes sense. And, you know, a billion and a half, you know, headed towards two billion people on the planet. That's yeah. you can't just fuck with that shit. Like it's gonna be potentially huge. Uh indeed, and others should be quite aware of this. Yeah. And think of it from this standpoint. Google for jobs user experience isn't great because you go to the job, there are all these buttons that asks, ask you to click through and apply with one of these job boards and or the career site. And yeah. they're doing this from the, from the reason of obviously, Hey, we're not, you know, a monopoly. We don't want to have an antitrust issue, but it really sucks for the user if they click on a job board and then they have to go through really an intermediary to be able to do what they want to do. That being said, the Facebook scenario, Facebook's just taking them currently directly to the job on the corporate career site, whether that's housed by your, you know, your your talent brew or your applicant tracking system, it doesn't matter. So this is this is pretty telling, I think. And and I really believe, just like you'd said, the indeeds of the world are are going to lose in this case. And we'll talk a little bit about that later. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, Facebook, man, keep plugging. More news out of the 800-pound gorilla category. Uh, so LinkedIn uh, this past week launched uh, some new affiliates. Uh, they added video and candidate background screening tools to their Talent Hub, which is their applicant tracking system. Uh, the new tools are provided by First Advantage and TalView. Uh, first advantage, of course, is background checks, drug screening, all that good stuff. And then Talview, you're looking at uh, basically video interviewing, uh, AI-enabled stuff. I don't know a ton about them, but you you know a little bit about Talview. Uh, can you speak to what their capabilities are? I, I can't. I can't really speak to their capabilities. I just know that if you're looking at LinkedIn actually displacing dynamics 365 the talent version that's big and when we first started talking about talent hub we're like well what are they going to do they have two applicant tracking systems now well i think they're making it very apparent and they're going to start stacking things on top of uh of talent hub first advantage uh just uh just just purchased by silver lake not too long ago um and talview yep. i mean these are these are two big partnerships to to be able to focus on different aspects of the game that linkedin probably really doesn't want to touch or maybe they want to acquire those organizations down the road yeah so a little bit of, uh more about talview uh so the the agreement with talview um, founded in 2017, offers users access to Talview's proprietary. It's called the Insta Hiring Experience Platform. The company says its platform enables hiring managers to work remotely, automate routine tasks, and reuse data throughout the hiring process. Uh, the firm offers an AI-enabled video interviewing service yep. with natural language processing and video analytics. Again, we're talking about going through uh, trying to build a full-scale hiring stack, right? Or at least on the way to try to, to, to try sure. to get there through partnership. Sounds a little bit like our friends at Vervo or uh, some hiring view competition, I guess. Yeah, but that competition is plugged directly into LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Very good. Well, let's uh, let's get a word from Canvas. Uh, we'll talk about one of your favorite companies, Delta Airlines. Oh, yeah. Canvas is the world's first intelligent text-based interviewing platform, empowering recruiters to engage, screen, and coordinate logistics via text, and so much more. We keep the human, that's you, 
at the center, while CanvasBot is at your side adding automation to your workflow. Canvas leverages the latest in machine learning technology and has powerful integrations that help you make the most of every minute of your day. Easily amplify your employment brand with your newest culture video or add some personality to the mix by firing off a Bitmoji. We make compliance easy and are laser focused on recruiter success. Request a demo at gocanvas.io and in 20 minutes, we'll show you how to text, at the speed of talent. That's gocanvas.io. Get ready to text at the speed of talent. You know, I, I got to say, I'm still a little bit angry at Delta Airlines. Why? For making me sprint in the Atlanta airport <laughs> last year, trying to keep up with you. Uh, but this next story makes me feel a little better about Delta Airlines. I love me some Sky Lounge. That's you do love Delta, man. <laughs> the story from AJC, Delta to pay out $1.6 billion in profit sharing to workers. Oh, shit. Dude. Okay, so this this is the kind of story that we want to hear. And I'm always pounding out about with regard to companies and record profits, right? So, quote, employees will get the bonus payout on Valentine's Day. Very nice, Delta. When the company typically holds profit sharing uh, celebrations for workers across the country, it will be its sixth year in a row that the airline has paid out more than $1 billion in profit sharing payments. According to... Bastion, the CEO, for years, I would get beaten up by Wall Street. They thought the profits were theirs. And why are you giving the profits away to employees? Bastion said during the remarks that he had during a press conference Monday that uh, Wall Street has actually come full circle and they realize that Delta is the most awarded airline in the world because of its employees. This is one of the things that you and I kind of go around about is that when companies use that those profits or they're not paying taxes and they're buying back stock themselves and they're not putting it in Mm -hmm. their employees this is where you fuck up unless you're delta airlines and you put that money back into your employees you make them feel wanted not to mention this is like two months of uh salary was it not like two months at two months of salary yeah big applause dude yeah big applause on that and yeah so some context yeah two months salary uh that's not nothing i mean in terms of a recruiting and retention tool yes like this is serious Uh serious business um and i think it, it it works out to roughly a third of gross profit that's going into you know the bonuses that go to uh the employees it's also interesting to note that you know these sort of uh, profit sharing agreements uh, also happen in a few other airlines, and they also are pretty common in the auto industry. And one thing that those both those industries have in common are mm. labor unions. So uh, you know whether you're pro or anti labor union, there is probably some connection to rewarding employees because you're dealing with labor unions that are expecting rewards and not expecting you to reward Wall Street or shareholders, which let's be honest, most of the tax cuts that have happened 
go back into Wall Street. They're not going back into workers' pockets. So big applause for Delta for not looking at Wall Street, but looking at their employees to reward with the profits that they made. As a a great airline, as Chad (laughs) keeps reminding me, although the jury's still out as far as I'm concerned. Well, the company uh, expects to hire six to 7,000 people this year and a total of 25,000 over the next three or four years. And in a very competitive uh, landscape, this is the way you do it. I mean, this is the type of things that you have to do. And yes, we have to focus more on the people. And when you do that, as it was said, the most awarded airline in the world because of why? Not because of the CEO, not because of the fucking stockholders, because of the people who do the work every single day. And when we lose sight of that, that's when we lose our brand. That's when we lose our people. And that's when we start to fuck up, much like a company we're getting ready to talk about. Amtrak. Amtrak. So Amtrak asked two people uh, who use wheelchairs, individuals with disabilities, to pay $25,000 for a ride that would normally cost them $16 a piece. This is an NPR story. Imagine an organization treating their people as great as 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 Delta did, right? Or and, and hopefully they will continue to. Now imagine an organization treating their customers badly. And now we're talking about Amtrak, who pretty much said, Hey, look, our trains are not fitted uh-huh. for people with wheelchairs. So what we have to do is we have to take uh one of those out of service for a day. Yep. And then we can bring it back. And that's going to cost about $25,000. So basically, for the cost of an actual car, (laughs) (laughs) they had to to pay that to buy a seat on an Amtrak. This is like a Saturday Night Live parody of a parody. It's so bizarre. It is. that That this happened. I don't even have much to say about it except what the fuck. Again, this is total bullshit reply from the from Amtrak they said oh you know what's gonna take us we're gonna have to take a car out of service for a day blah 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 it's total bullshit because they should already meet accommodations it's called universal design and it's something that is good for everybody so to be able to say no we've got to take a car out to make it ready for somebody with a wheelchair is total complete bullshit they should have accommodations available and and there are different types of accommodations Think about it from airplanes and the flight accommodations, right? Sure. They have actual, they have people there. Now you can't bring your your wheelchair in and set your wheelchair in that slot, right? Mm-hmm. A little bit different, um, but still, here's the thing. They have people that are dedicated that you see with the wheelchairs, they're walking them down, who actually help those individuals get to where they need to go. They get in first or they come off last, what have you, but there are accommodations that are made. If Amtrak said, we will make accommodations, we will actually have a human being help and service while you're on your on your ride, yeah. right? Yep. That would be an accommodation that they could have made that just makes sense. But this, in this case, they're pretty much saying, fuck you. Yeah, I mean, the, the American Americans with Disabilities Act is a 30-year-old plus act, right, as yeah. far as I understand. Um, uh, and Am- Amtrak is no stranger to sort of these issues of, of disability, uh, you know, seating challenges and whatnot. Um, so this is just really bizarre. I mean... Uh, I love how the story says for 25 grand, they could have bought more than 1500 tickets. 
Yeah. As opposed to the one that they were, they were, uh, they were, they were priced. So this is just fucked up, man. Get your shit together, Amtrak. Ridiculous. But what's not ridiculous is the deal you can get from Job Ad X. Let's hear from them. And when we come back from that, we're going to hear about a new company that has cracked the global top five for job search traffic. Ooh, how's that for a tease? We'll be right back. Nope. Nah, not for me. All these jobs look the same. Uh, next. This is what perfectly qualified candidates are thinking as they scroll past your jobs. Just half-heartedly skimming job descriptions that aren't standing out to them. Face it. We live in a world that is all about content, content, content. So why do we expect job seekers to react differently while reading paragraphs and bullets in templated job descriptions? Stand out in a feed full of boring job ads with a dynamic, enticing video that showcases your company culture, people, and benefits with Job AdX. Instead of hoping that job seekers will stumble upon your employment branding video, Job AdX seamlessly displays it in the job description while they're searching, building a connection, and reducing candidate drop-off. You're spending thousands of dollars on beautiful, informative employment branding videos that just sit on a YouTube channel, begging to be discovered. Why not feature them across our network of over 150 job sites to proactively compel top talent to join your team? Help candidates see themselves in your role by emailing joinus at jobadx.com. That's joinus at jobadx.com. Attract, engage, employ with Job AdX. Oh shit, my neighbor's running down the street. Oh shit. No, just kidding. So just kidding. So bad. Uh, yes, indeed. Indeed rolled out some news this week. Uh, they launched the, the Indeed job market. That sounds sexy, doesn't it? So the service works as a subsection of Indeed.com. Uh, it contains educational material. A discussion board, resume tutorials, and a database of employer reviews similar to those that you'll find on Glassdoor. It also includes a local events calendar. Ooh, that's exciting. <laughs> Which now consists of eight Indeed events in the U.S. meant to introduce the Indeed job market to job seekers. Uh, obviously, with Google for Jobs, Indeed is looking to launch new things like this such as local events to get local markets excited. Um, this story was in uh, AIM Group this week. They believe the strategy is working. Uh, by early last year, uh, quote, almost 44% of Indeed.com traffic was direct, although I would say a lot of that was the advertising that they're spending. Half of search traffic was from searches containing the word Indeed, which is interesting. Which, again, is from advertising. I mean, what they're what they're talking about sure. is they're spending a shit ton of cash to be able to get people to the site, which is, it, you know, it's fairly understandable, but it's one of those things where before... Google for jobs. Uh, mm -hmm. They they had all of this organically coming to them, right? It, it was it wasn't something that they paid for, but they did do search engine marketing. Don't get me wrong, but they sure. had a leg up over everybody else because of their organic search. And now that organic search is somewhat displaced. Um, I think this is this is interesting, no question, because they are going to have to do something, ad services, all these different things. And, and why they do yep. this, while they do this, are they going to take their eye off the ball? That's the big question. And the ball in your mind is jobs? When they first came out, Paul Forrester and Ronnie Khan, when they first came out, it was really specific. It's cost per 
click, right? Pay-per-click advertising. It's very focused. It is laser focused. And that's what we're going to do. That's what they did incredibly well, right? Mm -hmm. When you start to see organizations like this broaden up and they don't just broaden up into two or three different areas, they do it in a multitude of areas. You wonder if they're going to lose focus in the areas that matter most to their stakeholders or stakeholders being the candidates and then the employers. And they obviously don't really care about the, the quote unquote employers that much because of, you know, search quality or what have you. Um, yep. they, they believe that everything starts with the job seeker and, and okay, that's great. But if they take their eye off of the job seeker ball, the employer is going to go away entirely. Sure. And I think, um, you know, when you see these sort of brand searches, uh, it is an indication that they are building a, a strong brand via television advertising. In this case, that's obviously a model mm-hmm. that's very costly. So yes. someone there said, gee, can't we do like local events or resources or how to write a resume shit on the site to be more of a resource tool? Now, Monster Career Builder, everyone else has done that stuff um, and it yep. didn't really work out too well for them. The 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 brand stuff starts to wear out as you stop advertising, right? I mean, it, it took one generation for Monster to become an energy drink as opposed to a job board, you know, for, for kids today. So indeed, if they stop spending the money, uh, to me, they're in trouble. To me, they're, when, when the rubber hits the road is when Google starts adding a pay-per-click component to Google for Jobs. Uh-huh. And maybe talking about Facebook, Facebook starts integrating some sort of a pay-per-click or promotional thing because companies only have so much budget to spend in these places. And I'm going to guess that Google's going to undercut in price and get everyone over to Google, which is going to fuck indeed because they're either going to have to lower prices or lose uh, advertisers completely. And to me, that's when things really get chaotic at Indeed. I'm not sure these things... Uh, that they're launching now is going to put Google at bay when they start launching pay-per-click stuff and companies have to decide where am I going to spend my money? Well, I think what we have to remember is that Google and Facebook are more lifestyle platforms. They're used every day. Whether you're looking for a job, you're looking for a recipe, you're looking just to interact and engage in the community, that's what you use. My phone uses Android, right? I mean, it's, it's part of, it's actually baked into my every single day behavior. Indeed is not, right? And these things that they're launching are nice for that individual if they're looking for a job, right? If I'm looking for a recipe, I don't give a fuck. If I'm looking for directions, I don't give a fuck, right? So I agree, but they're going to a gunfight with a, a rubber band, (laughs) <laughs> that's they're going to be shooting a rubber band get gun. Capone, one of his brings a knife you bring a gun he puts one of yours in the hospital you put one of his in the morgue that's the chicago way well fbi way. <laughs> <laughs> um all right a new a new entrant into the top five global job search numbers here uh this was yes. provided by uh similarweb.com uh and aim group analytics uh, so your your top five reads like this now. Um, indeed, at number one, with 590 million uh, worldwide visitors, users, that's fucking nuts. Number two is Jubal, J-O-O-B-L-E, huh. not well known here in the U.S., with 123 million users. Uh-huh. Glassdoor at 69.2 million. Headhunter at 51.1 million. 
Nuvu, Nuvu, also known as Talent.com, if you've been listening to the show, comes in at number five, cracking the top five with $47.3 million. So with the Talent.com name, the new entry into top five, uh, they're on their way, and they're right on the heels of Headhunter. Just $4 million left, and they could go to the number four spot. This is momentum, and this is momentum before they actually start the big push of Talent.com. Right. So this is this is the before. And so this says something to me. They're doing something to to actually get get ready for a big splash. Sure. This and moving forward with new brand. We just talked about obviously indeed spending a shit ton of cash. Is that sustainable? Right. What can talent.com do with this new name to be able to provide sustainability when it comes to growth? That'll be that'll be exciting to watch. Yeah, and it's kind of a nice little uh, price fight that we get to watch here in the next few years, which uh, we didn't have just a couple of years ago. I didn't even know who fuck Nuvu was two years ago. I don't know about you. Exactly, exactly. And in two years, we won't know who they are either because they will be <laughs> talent.com. They will be talent.com. That'll be who we know them as. And it'll be a word we can all spell and say. The number, the traffic number for Indeed also underscores how long it's going to take for them to die. (laughs) It took Monster a while to get thrown off the top of the mountain. I think in this case, it's going to take longer. Um, But once again, unless Indeed understands that they're playing, they're trying to play a lifestyle game and they're not a lifestyle platform. that, That again is another focus point where a Nuvu or a talent.com or what have you. I don't think that they're, they're going to play that, that lifestyle game. I think they know where their bread is buttered and they're going to have laser focus. This is how Goliath gets knocked down by David. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. We, we out. out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? The podcast, the chat, the cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know. And yet, you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. So many cheeses. And not one word. So weird. Anywho... Be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.